are too heavy. Yeah, I'm hot. My tits are big. I just wanted to She's say. She's going to put that on the podcast. Just <laughs> Did you just record that? Yeah, I have another recording. <laughs> <laughs> now we have one more keyword to put on the Stitcher app. <laughs> tits. Psychic advice, Titties. sisters, comedy, and tits. Open up my window. I bet we'd get a lot more I think we get a lot more listeners. We start talking about our boobies. Okay, are we ready? Are we ready to start? I guess so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're the sisters are in. Hi, we're back. I'm Donna. I'm Kathy. And um, today... <laughs> We started talking about Kathy's tits, but we're going to sadly disappoint <laughs> so many of our listeners when we're going to not talk about that anymore. <laughs> well, it is a wacky full moon. It's very powerful. That just happened. Uh, do you need a laugh break? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Do we need to stop? No, no. <laughs> She's like a stoner. It's like doing a podcast with Hi James Franco. You're the one with the schedule. Little kid coming here. Tight hour. We were recording. We're here to record a podcast. She's got her headphones on. She and you didn't know we were recording. She was pressing the buttons. She was pressing typing. She was typing. She didn't say. She said she wasn't ready. It's not like. My God. Okay. Sorry. All right. Okay. Can we talk about what we were going to talk about? Yes, we can talk about what we're talking about. I'm good. I'm good now. You just threw me off my game. Now I don't even remember what I was going to start We're talking with. about obligations. Well, today we're talking about obligations. But first I wanted to talk about uh, the full moon this me- this month. Because last month was a very depressing full moon yeah. for me. Because it was the weather was all wacky. And yes. now it feels like fall's finally here. So the full moon last night, you gave me some dragon's blood. I incense did. I did. For dragon's blood. For to use. And... Uh, Having, you know, the luxury of being alone in my house yesterday was really great because I burnt that incense and I lit a candle Mm -hmm. and I put some really strong intentions out. I woke up completely refreshed and motivated. Right. That's great. Since last month, you gave me my assignment of writing, which I have been. Fabulous. Last podcast, I talked about a story that I wrote down. And I think I'm going to write about... Uh, it got me started thinking about um, what I want to write next. I'm just going to continue to write, you know, yeah, essays write, yeah, and short that's, stories that's and so stuff. So good. And when you we had initially talked about wanting to do obligations, mm-hmm. and um, you know, because Thanksgiving is coming, fucking Thanksgiving. But yeah, fucking Thanksgiving. And so uh, I wanted to touch on the subject of you know feeling obligated about the holidays and how you and i have broken that pattern a long time ago and mom it's a really annoying story about mom and then when we were talking more about like oh okay we could talk about this yeah and then um we talked about our sister renee who um is not our natural biological sister and 
And then I thought, oh, that would be a good story to talk about to balance out the shitty mom story. Yeah. <laughs> Is that yeah. I have a really cool, <clears throat> right, cool mom story. So they will like kind of, you know, coincide. And then it reflected on me because Sophie wanted to do something different on Thanksgiving. And I was like, yeah. And that made me look at like, I'm a cool mom. It was a good right. self-reflection. Yeah. Right. So, um, but before we start, what? there was something that uh, caught my eye this morning what? that I can't stop thinking about. And I don't know exactly why it's inspiring me, but I am inspired by it. So this morning, rainy gray day, right? Mm -hmm. And fall seems to finally have arrived. It's a little chilly. A lot of leaves and you are look falling. Better. Can I just say you look better? I do look better look because better. I have good skin products on and very expensive <laughs> foundation. That's the key. It's not rest. And it's not It's hot. not water. <laughs> it's very expensive foundation. There's a really great Great. Great. There's great. a great There's quote a great. from Elmer Fudd, as well as Truman Capote, and I got to find that about <laughs> how do I look so young? Wait, I think I can think of it. It's like Truman Capote once said, how do I look so young? Um, a complete vegetable diet, 12 hours sleep a, a night, and lots and lots of makeup. <laughs> well, there you <laughs> and go. That's, and that's there you me. Go. So um, Truman Capote spiritual. Uh spirit guide animal what i know whatever i can't think of it right now anyway so what were you so saying i was inspired driving out of the driveway okay rainy day mm -hmm. foggy day gray uh, directly across the street from my driveway my neighbor has a small hydrangea tree oh that's nice and it um in the height of its bloom it's pink and all of the blossoms are have turned to brown as they should mm -hmm. this time of year. Yeah. Except there's one right in the middle that is holding on to its pink. It's it was very striking oh, to me. It is interesting, right? It's very interesting. So I, as I was sitting there in my car waiting to make the turn, I couldn't stop looking at this one and it it was smack in the middle of the tree. Hmm. And it was, it felt like rebellious. It felt, I don't know. I was inspired by it. This bright pink blossom is refusing to go brown right now. It's like, fuck y'all. I'm not, it's not fall. Wow. Like I'm still, I'm still doing my I'm thing. I'm hanging in. I'm hanging in. I'm hanging in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hanging in. <laughs> I'm hanging in. And I kind of like the, I, I, I keep thinking about it, and I hope that by the time I get home, I can snap a picture of it if it's not too dark. I want to see I'll it, it. because, yeah. you know, when you see things like that, I, when you see things like that, it's it's really, it is meaningful. It's very meaningful when, when something catches your eye or an animal, you know, passes by your car. There's, there's always meanings behind it. Now, when you said this pink blossom in the middle, right? Mm -hmm. And the first thing I thought of was your heart. Oh, that's like it's a, like it's a re, it's like a self-reflection of yourself mm. because I was telling I was telling you guys earlier that today's card was the three of swords for you for or in general. No, no, like I put it on the Facebook on the face space. Right. <laughs> I put it on the face space and it didn't go through like I did the whole typing thing and did my little interpretation for whoever needs to hear it. And it, it does it does match what you're saying. So let me just give you my interpretation so the three of swords in the in the rider weight there's no blood that comes off the, the the swords 
right? It's a heart. It's three swords that intersect the heart. Right, but there's no blood and the rain is behind it. Mm -hmm. And the message is to let go of all relation of any relationships. It could be your job relationship. It could be personal relationship, family relationship to make room for something new. Oh, that's interesting. Right. Because you know what I'm working on. Right. Yeah. So when I, when you said that, I said, Oh, isn't that interesting that the, that when you looked at this bush, this beautiful bush that you have been, uh, you have been trying so hard to move forward. You know, and then when it was like gunky out and it was clammy, you yeah. know, we had the brow issue, yeah. you know, we were sweaty yeah. and it really, you, you really weren't feeling well. And then all of a sudden the weather changed and then we had the beaver moon. Yeah. Which everybody's changing. Everybody's mm-hmm. feeling it. Whether you believe it or not, new things are happening to you. Bam. There you are. Mm. Center of yourself. Your yeah, heart. It was, it was the first thing I saw on yeah. my way to start my day today. Well, let me give you a high five. I love that. That's a good one. That was a good one. That is a good one. All right, let's take a break. Thank you. Thank you. I got a high five for producing assistant. You said, okay, we're going. She had to press the button. All right, let's go. Let's focus. She pressed the button. We're ready to go. Okay. I'm unrecorded. Unrecorded. God. Wolf energy. That's what. The sheep and wolves. Sheep and wolves energy. The sheep and wolves. Whenever I, I used to take this meditation class a million years ago with. That woman that did that thing. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know Chris, what I'm talking about? Like, uh, Christine. Yeah. Christine. <laughs> Whenever we would. <laughs> We're so good at Pictionary <laughs> too. Yeah. Whenever we. There would. It was a meditation class. And there was always a couple of people who would always like start giggling and laughing. That wouldn't in the be me. And she used to say, let's calm that wolf energy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let's calm that wolf calm energy. Calm that wolf energy. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I would be if somebody would have to say calm your um, hyena energy. <laughs> that's you. That's what and I your said. Hyena energy. Hyena. Maybe that's your new totem. Maybe no. you should do your totems. No. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid to go. You can Google it. So I don't know about hyena. I never early. I don't even know what is hyena. Hyena is a very. Um, uh, I would think they're very, that they're very uh, trickery. Yeah, I was gonna say I not bet like that, a fox. I bet there's a lot of people in prison for conning people who have hyena hyena totems. Well, there's certain there's like if you if you have a fox fox is sly. Yeah, th- that's a good thing because yeah. you have to Just clever a weasel is good. Weasel is yeah. a good one. It's like you have to weasel your way. Yeah. It means you have to kind of be in a healthy, manipulating way to get what you where you need, you need to go. You need to be clever. You need to adapt. Yeah. Well, no, because alligator would be adaptation. Oh. I know. That's I get. I'm a, I'm an expert in my field. Yeah, I know. Okay, but weasel mm-hmm. and fox, but hyena, mm-hmm. I don't think is good. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. We're gonna have Sophie look it up, and I'm gonna say, Sophie, can you yeah. look up a hyena? I do feel like I need to, my totem is changing because you 
years ago you you gave me gorilla and I was the gorilla. You were the gorilla. But now that our parents I, have passed, I think it's I changed. no longer. Yeah, I think it's changed. I'm going to give you well. one before the podcast. It's going to come out. Oh, all I'll right. Give you, I'll my new totem. My assignment. I'll give you a new totem. Okay. I like that. I'm going to stare at you and then find out what it is as the chief. Okay. My chief, my spirit, another spirit guide. Yeah. Friend. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. So what's hyena? Okay. It says the, hy- the hyena as a totem is a symbol of integration between aspects of male and female. Oh. 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 Unlike the spotted hyena, the striped hyena is a strong symbol of balancing the masculine and feminine without any bias towards the feminine role. Oh, that's cool. Well, was I, st- I stood to be corrected. I didn't think hyena was, uh, to me, I don't. See, that's a lesson in prejudice. I was prejudiced. But you guess what? totally prejudiced. I do feel that I am, uh, you know, we've talked about me, like, with my masculine and feminine energies. Yeah. I feel like in my past life, I've, I've been a lot of male yeah. energy, strong, yeah. dominant, mm-hmm. uh, in some kind of spiritual role, bad person, and then come in this life and try to pay off all my dues by being, you know, the opposite. Um, but I took this test. I had to go to the... Um, LGBTQ, uh, <laughs> LGBTQ conference where because we work with people who are transgender and the new yeah. fluid, the new vocabulary is coming in because I was in the mental yeah. health field, and I had to take this like quiz. Right, yeah. I am eighty percent dude, and I said yes, I am. Yeah, because you're it's it's different when your sexuality. My sexuality is I'm feminine, like mm-hmm. I like men, mm-hmm. but. In my aspects of my life, I am eighty percent masculine. You were a little boy until you were until, last until you year. got boobs, and then I was freaking out. I See, taped. We them are down. talking about your tits today. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> what goes around comes around, right? Yeah, yeah, you were you were a very little boy, like your whole life. My whole life. I just saw a picture of myself when I was in sixth grade. I looked the same. <laughs> you look like like right now. I look like I look like alfalfa. The same. I just look the same, but yeah. more feminine when I want to, but. Yeah, I do. I was always been a tomboy. Yeah, but I love you know sexually. I love men. Yeah, not that it matters, but I'm just saying. Like, yeah, I think it's interesting the different aspects of yourself. So I guess hyena is interesting. Well, you know, I like the idea. Of, like the there's so many cultures that don't have just two binary male yeah. female. Like it's it's you know doesn't make any endless. sense to do yeah. that. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I am encouraged by young people having a very fluid, you know gender free not you know the, it's hard to talk about it because i'm not politically correct and i don't like political correctness in general like the capital p capital c but i i there are a lot of trends i do really like and that's one of them yeah. that seems to get lumped into yeah. the political correctness yeah. thing like i'm very good at when people say they prefer the they pronoun oh yeah i'm very good about that yeah. i'm very good at that I'm and like, i do that a lot and i don't um, care what your name is I'll call you, I'll call you yeah. Steve. They, them, they, them, them there. there. Anyhow. So, so um, we digress, but so it was important. When we were, so talking about obligations and our tangent about, uh, first I want to tell a kind of a cool story about my mother because I'm about to tell a really crappy story about my mother. So it's about balance. You should do the sandwich method. Positive, negative, positive. Go ahead. Okay. I don't know. We're going to go with positive, negative. We'll see what happens. <laughs> no promises. I I don't really like um, being told what to do. So I'm not bossing you. I'm just giving you some strong sense of advice there. 
a strong sense of advice yeah that makes no sense it's like you're high today you're very weird i don't know i'm not i don't know anyhow here comes a story okay go ahead ready yes okay when i was in third grade and our younger our middle the sister in between us was in second grade her she had a best friend in grade school renee she was new uh and being that our last names both began with v uh tracy got um assigned to renee and i got assigned to the older sister and even though renee didn't really give me permission to talk about her on the podcast i basically told her i was telling <laughs> the story listening. she doesn't care we can say anything she doesn't listen okay good. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> if you know Renee, and, tell her not to and listen I don't know to this podcast. Sophie, I don't know if Sophie knows the whole story, but basically, um, I always tell people that my sister Renee came over in second grade and never left mm-hmm. because it was the seventies and Renee, whatever was going on with Renee's home life, uh, is their business, but whatever was going on raised red flags for our mother. And so when things like we were, you know, kind of, a Mediterranean we are a Mediterranean family in that you know we had dinner every night we sat at the table every night it was uh our parents knew where we were the every time you know my big fat Greek wedding when yeah, you know us. she talks yeah. about bringing Basticho to school yeah. like I could relate to that and um so here's our Tracy's new friend Renee comes over and my mom would say Renee isn't your mom expecting you home and Renee might have said no she's working we could have cereal for dinner so you're going to tell our Greek mom you're going to go home and eat like sugar smacks for dinner (laughs) so mom's like no you can stay here and so the the sentence Renee's going to stay dot fill in the blank became like a regular thing Renee's going to stay and do homework Renee's going to stay and eat with us Renee's gonna stay and sleep over she was wearing Tracy's clothes when I was a little kid I didn't know exactly what was going on uh oh my supplements Uh, (laughs) I gotta take my supplement time sorry and I didn't know exactly what was going on but I knew that um, suddenly Renee was around all the time and I found out later as an adult once I started realizing like how do you just I remember mom telling the school um, hi, this is uh, Patty, and uh, you can drop Renee off <laughs> at our house, and she'll be picked up sometimes in front of my house. So the school's like, okay. Isn't that crazy? And I 70s. remember in the 70s, mom was no just paperwork. like, there was, there was no, no paperwork. Was <laughs> mom just called and said, like, I'm taking care of this kid now, okay? You know, there was no CPS. There was no, and, and you know, um, Renee's mother was involved, but she was working a lot and yeah. there, there was a stepfather in the, the picture mm. at the time who I have my own personal story about him and I uh, am glad that mom decided that Renee was going to spend as much time at our house as possible even to the point where she would spend our summers with us at our summer cabin up at the lake yeah and um in the Adirondacks and mom was just like no, we're just taking care of this kid. I mean, she was so yeah, like right? casual about it. It was a non-issue. It was like include Renee. Renee went with us to the Dutchess County Fair. Renee right. went with us to the movies. Right. Renee was always and Renee's personality was just um she just went with it. 
Yeah. You know? And she's still she like that. She had to be with our family. I know, right? She she's very introverted. <laughs> she's she's very funny. She's very introverted out in public, but she's the loudest of all of us. <laughs> and she was the last one to leave our parents' house. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah she was always, uh, you know, I've, I, always, I have always taken it for granted that she's in our life, you mm. know? And... Uh, I think she's taking it for granted that she's in our lives too. Mm-hmm. She, but talking about obligation is that once she turned 18, 19 and her mother's life kind of mm. changed enough for her mother started coming back in her life. And I remember Renee yeah. having a struggle in her twenties feeling obligated to us and obligated to her natural mother. And that, um, you know, with Thanksgiving it was always a stressful oh time for her. It was so stressful. That's why in the beginning we both were like fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah, because uh, my mother, our mother, always made Thanksgiving was her favorite holiday. Yeah. And growing up in a small ranch house, mom opened up the doors for anybody who was uh, not um, obligated to their own families. Right. And nobody was alone. That's the thing. She didn't want anybody to be alone on Thanksgiving. Right. So she invited, I mean, I can't even, I think 30 people, we had over 30. Yeah. Yeah, On average, it was about 30 people. And if we sat down and racked our brains, we probably would have a list of about a hundred people who at some point had been at our house Thanksgiving. And it was great. And I really did enjoy waking up and watching the parade with them. And, uh, you know, mom did the the kitchen. Mom did a lot of prep. There were like three different kinds of stuffings. It was a big deal for mom. And then once I started getting older and, uh, being independent, working on my own, living on my own, I worked jobs. I worked in restaurants and a theater and the theater used to have a regular rental of a local company that would have shows right Friday, Saturday and sometimes Sunday. And it was like, I didn't really have a Thanksgiving holiday per se. I was, sometimes I was just off on that one day Right. and mom had it in her head that at some point, in my 20s, I was to take over. She was getting tired. She was, she was ill. Um, uh, She was just diagnosed with diabetes. Like she had, she just had diabetes. Like it just was the beginning of the end. Yeah. Because she just didn't take care of herself. herself. She was, uh, she was not someone who self-care was not in her uh, wheelhouse. So at some point she was very passive aggressive about, um, handing over the reins and I remember specifically remember one year because mom had always said oh invite everybody like I was in the habit of inviting friends over for Thanksgiving my friend um my friend Eric and his friend who were CIA students at the time weren't going home to their own families and I invited them over and mom was like oh they're CIA students so we went over there in the morning and my mom put us to work immediately and Thanksgiving was my only day off that week and I mean she oh no we slept over we started the night before and mom was just like okay this has to be done this has to be done this has to be done and then it kind of disappeared and she just kind of wanted to sit and dictate and I felt so weird and guilty for, for your friends for my friends the one guy was a friend of my friend and i f- it was it was very passive aggressive the way she handled it and exhausting and at exhausting. some point 
my friends looked at each other and they were like, we're kind of done. And like they were, they sat down and like rebelled. And I was, and I felt so torn, put in the middle. And at that time I didn't really have my own voice. Right. And right. I didn't really have a good grasp on the dysfunction that was the pattern of me and my yeah. mother at that time. It sure. was kind of like, I still, yeah, I was young and I still didn't have a, I was like 22, right. 23. No, I was, around there you're on 20 yeah whatever and so um i remember just having this resentful feeling and then um you know the meal came and went and uh i was exhausted and i was uh exhausted to the point of like kind of sickness the next day because i also was part of the cleanup and everything and i remember like fuck this and i tried to talk to mom about it and she just said to me well you know it's your turn. Like you have to take this. And I remember like, I don't, do I have to take, like, I, I right, was like, right. oh, okay, I guess. And then mom's like, we won't have as many people next year. Like that was her solution. Yeah. Right, right. To make it feel better in the moment. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? My, no, no, Mm-mm. not into it. And you know, there's many stories that happened after that, yeah. but basically I made a decision back then that like, okay, what is the, what are the consequences of me saying no? This was about the boundaries too. Yes. When we talked about boundaries. Sometimes it's better. The consequence of putting your boundary up is much more pleasant than yeah. keep continuing a pattern that makes you so unhappy. Well, the consequences were too were double-sided it was like a double-sided coin it was like on one side i was free of the obligation and i wasn't exhausted but on the other side dad was disappointed right right you were disappointed like um you know i started getting the like um donna's a selfish bitch you know speech Mm. and um it was about self-preservation and i just was like i'm not going to feed into this obligation and i remember telling mom how about this i'm not coming next year right what are you gonna do i'm like i'm gonna sit in my pajamas in my apartment and i did that and my partner at the time she went to uh other friend's house and Mm -hmm. i was like i really really want to clean the slate right and i am gonna be home alone with my pajamas on and then after that once i started coming back around to think mom realized that she was if she wanted her thanksgiving right, she was going to have to provide her right, thanksgiving right and they were kind of crappy i have to say once she was like and she at the same caring. time she just took shortcuts and exactly. it wasn't and then i was caring. stuck but what you don't what the other side of that was when you when you made that which i support which i i understood was that i got because i had sophie at 19 20 and mm-hmm. sophie at 20 and uh so yeah so after she was born she i was with mom and dad and we had thanksgiving and again cooking and everything i just you know i had a young kid young baby i was stuck with the cooking i mean with the cleaning dad and i were stuck with the cleaning and i remember crying at the sink going i don't want to clean this and i did were so exhausted i was so exhausted that I just like was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And dad, I looked at dad and I said, like, we can't do this anymore. You know, and dad and I had to come to terms with coming up. 
And that's when I was like, I, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. I dreaded it. So right. it was like, kind of, you're, you kind of started the parade. <laughs> yeah. I think you put on the pussy hat first and then I followed. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm kind of done. Like yeah. I was like, I can't do this. I don't find it fun anymore. Right. And there was no relaxation. Yeah. Just the, no relaxation. Exactly. I, I listened to people and their woes about not looking forward to, holidays where they have to go to this parent's house and this parent's now i do today i go to two places right um i go to a friend's house that has like they right anybody who doesn't have plans and we actually enjoy that family so much and their children their grown children it's the only time we see them so i actually really look forward to it but then i come to your house right and dessert dessert and poker time you give me zero grief about like i should be with you right at all and um and it's uh it's hard to it's it's hard to set those boundaries and and let go of those obligations because there is there's societal guilt about it's it terrible there are people who are like what do you mean you're not going to go to your family's yeah. house or what do you, you mean know, first of all i see my family every day right we are like, lucky well, well you we're know we're very fortunate lives. we're in each we're, other's lives and we're and, local. And like don and i did talk about this before there are families that live far away and that's a different thing you know if that's a decision you like going there but you know there's times when you don't want to try you don't want to go on a plane you don't want you know, I, I really think it's important that you have to, you have to make that decision for yourself because Mm -hmm. I stopped doing things I don't want to do a long time ago, but it took a long time to grow balls. Mm -hmm. I had a, cause you remember that time I didn't want to go to mom asked mom fucking asked me in August (laughs) if I was coming (laughs) to Thanksgiving. And I said, uh, I don't think so, Mom. I don't know yet. Well, you have to come to Thanksgiving. And I, I was with uh, Sophie's dad and with Sophie, and we were going to have other plans because I didn't want to do the cooking. I said, so we made reservations at a really cool hotel, restaurant thing. Yeah. I was happy with that because I just wanted to come home, watch the football game, and just hang out, right? Yeah. So, Dad... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever watched a football game, but I wanted to watch a football game. And and I remember uh, in August, I was like, Mom, we don't have to talk about this now. But she had such anxiety and she had her own like separation of like, you know, knowing that I was not coming. That dad had everybody leave me messages. Oh, yeah. We called the we called our relatives <laughs> and we were like, this is really funny. Mom, <laughs> mom just bullied Kathy about bullied Thanksgiving. Me. And so all of August. our cousins and aunt and uncle one at a time called and left messages you know this is before cell phones right uh, called and left messages i remember i called and i was like hey kath listen <laughs> listen carefully veterans day <laughs> i want to see the baby because mostly it was about hanging out with the cute baby right, right like right. sophie was adorable right. and everybody wanted their time with the baby right so i said i really want to go to veterans i really want veterans <laughs> day with the baby and, and then, then my my aunt Catherine, who has really thick brooklyn Catherine. Catherine, flag day. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the I heck? Know, there is- was like message after message <laughs> and then about my every James. holiday, Christmas, yeah. <laughs> New Year's. Hey, Kath. Hey, Kath. Listen, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing for Columbus Day? Because uh, we're not going to the parade. We're coming to your house. Like yeah. It was like this whole list. It was of very, people, funny, very funny. But it brought it home. And mom was not that amused about this joke, Mom was by not the way. amused about anything. She was I not don't amused. recall her being amused about anything. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't yeah she was not an amused person 
But I did stand my ground that year and I cried really hard. She she really broke me down. Like, yeah. you don't love me. You don't care about our family. Yeah. You're yeah. so selfish. And then I went, yeah, I guess so. Like It's at this so point, odd that people take on that. It's, they take on that, 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 um, ugh. I can't think of the word, but they take it on that it's like an affront to how you feel about your family on this particular fourth Thursday in November for a fictional, weird, yeah, not really, it didn't really happen uh, dinner that happened right. between natives and pilgrims right. in the 1600s. Why do I have to show my allegiance to my family on this particular weird day in November. And, and it, I feel that way about all the holidays. I would be, it's birthdays are different for me. I yeah. feel more obligated about birthdays. Well, it's personal, right? It's a one-on-one, -on -one. right? If you didn't call me and say happy birthday, I'd be like, dude, did you not think about me? on right. birthday? But you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter, really? But come I don't, on. I don't, even, I don't expect a cake on my birth. I don't expect to visit just a phone call. I think it's about thought. That's why I think birthdays, I agree are special but for for this major thing yeah to be the expectation because we talked yes. about expectations last episode are so high and what you they expect the holiday to look like because you know yeah. what it's commercialized you're supposed to have the, the yeah picture perfect playing football first of all you don't play football in jeans and like the nice sweater you got to take the nice sweater yeah. off <laughs> and you know you're rolling around everybody's smiling and happy people do have that and yeah. who do have that, God bless, great. But, you know, we have that in a different way, but don't make me feel bad because on this one particular yeah. day. On my only day off On your that only week, day yeah. off or when I just would rather be with my, I just need yeah. quiet. I'm a quiet, I don't like a lot of chaos. On the other hand, just throwing this out there, yeah. that stores need to be fucking closed on Thanksgiving, those poor people. Can we just say that? Can For we God's just, sakes. why do I'm just sick of it. People Christmas shopping on Thanksgiving is the stupidest thing. I think thing. it's ridiculous. There's advice. Stop There's, doing it. Stop, stop, stop it. Stop supporting that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we changed everything now. So this, in turn, from this experience, can I tell you how free yeah. I felt? Oh, yeah. It was a hard It was a hard year. The next year, I didn't feel as bad. Yeah. Uh, because, but I talked to who, what was, who was important to me, dad. Mm-hmm. Dad. Thanksgiving makes me unhappy because I end up cleaning up. I get really tired. I have kids. And then now I got a special needs. I had Sophie who I, you know, it wasn't fair to Sophie for that, but I have a special needs kid. You know, it's like I had all these things doing the holiday. Isn't like it was, it changes. Right. And I want to change with it. And I'd like to just be home. If you'd like to do something with me separate, or I gave suggestions, you and mom go to the casino and that's what they did. Yeah. And then, and then at some point we went to a really great restaurant yeah, for that a was while. Really that fun. was, that was definitely great. That, that was, was great. great. It was easy. Good compromise. But the idea of like how people just, if you enjoy it, God, do it. Do it. Do but it up and take the pictures don't and play football it, in your jeans and your sweater. Don't do it. People, you know, these people who cook for days, like where we go. Yeah. Um, Sean cooks for days but and he, he loves, loves it. it. Loves he it. Love it. Loves it. You have to love it. He really loves feeding people. He likes the camaraderie. Da, da, da. Yeah. If he could do it four times a year, which I think he kind of does in his own head, right. um, he would. But on the other hand, um, there's no shame in the game. You know if what? You I'm don't giving out do advice it. right now. Well, I'm giving out advice to everybody who's listening to this. 
nobody's the boss of your holiday. Yeah. Nobody's the boss of your holiday. Yeah. You, there are no expectations. Those are their expectations, not your expectations. If I was to ask you, what is your dream holiday look like? What is your holiday look like? And then I want you to do it. If it's going snow tubing, if it's staying home and binge watching a show, if it's yeah. going to your family's house and that really makes you happy, yeah, then you do that. But if you don't like doing that and you're afraid to hurt somebody else's feelings, now's the time to have a really great conversation and say, it's not how I feel. It's just the idea of the day. I work a lot. Yeah. I have kids. Whatever your reasons are, have that open communication with them. Because it's, it's going to be hard the first time, but I'm going to tell you, I feel I felt so free after that. I, and I think mom did. I, mom, I, eventually. I feel like um, we did that one year with Christmas. There was all kinds of stress around Christmas. And didn't we choose to celebrate Christmas on the 28th or something? I don't. Re oh, Donovan was in the hospital. Donovan was in the hospital. Yeah, that's right. And that was an easy we conversation were, because well, everybody. Well, yeah, it wasn't. Well. It wasn't, there it's was not nothing easy, easy. but, but it, what yeah. it was like, listen, why do we have to really stress out right. about this particular right. December 25th? And we all decided as a family, we're going to pick another day to be our quote unquote holiday. And it was holiday. awesome. And it, it was, was great. It was, and it was a lot of less pressure and not for nothing. There was a lot of food sales. <laughs> not for <laughs> nothing. Right? There was a lot of food sales. We've done that. But I think that, but you know, for some reason, Christmas was easier than Thanksgiving. For mom. Well, because mom, it, it was, was mom's, mom's holiday. Yeah. I said it like that. It was his per it was her personal. It was her personal. <laughs> <laughs> it was her personal. But I, I really think that I really dig this conversation because I hope that one person can hear this and say, you know what? Just make a change. Make yeah, that change. You're by not the, nobody is the boss of your holiday. And the other thing and is, I quote. and the other thing is, it goes back to one of my mantras is nobody has your best interest in mind, but you. People can love you and people can support right. you. But when invitations are made or expectations are put out, it's not about what they think is best right. for you. You have to advocate for what's best for you, you. and your life and your path. And, yeah. And I think that's important. And I always stress open communication. Yeah. Don't be afraid to confront this. And, and people are going to get upset and people yeah. are going to get mad, but that's how they feel. Yeah. And, and you have to give them time to process because again, people live in expectations in their head and they grieve the loss of a perfect expectation. Right. Right. I'm going to be sad because I expected you to come over. I expected us to play Trivial Pursuit. I expected <laughs> I expected it. Right. I expected somebody to get drunk and call me a name. <laughs> I, I expected expect that. I expected that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think this is great. Give me a high five on that one. All right. That's okay. good. So I, what I wanted to bring up that I, why I'm a cool mom, why I felt really good is because I learned from all this. So Sophie is in the room so she can, and she, she can hear exactly what I'm hearing saying right now. Cause I have headphones, I have headphones <laughs> on is that Sophie is vegan and Thanksgiving is all about a bird and she's iron deprived. <laughs> I just want to say that she's just got iron deficiency, <laughs> iron deficiency and she's emaciated a little, she looks a little, she's a little green around, a little the, green gills. around the gills, but <laughs> her convictions are all that matters. So you're welcome. So, she said to me in the car, Mom, I don't think you sounded like that, but I'm going to do that. Mom, I don't think I can come over for uh, Thanksgiving because I have to go with my vegan friends because we don't want to. What? I don't know. Wait. I don't know. Why I did. What did I say? She said she was going to save a turkey. Oh, right. Yes. I said I was. She said she was going to save a turkey. If you guys could hear 
guys want to do vegan? I'm going to have Sophie. No, okay. no, it's okay. But the bottom, the bottom line, line is that she, she was oh. like, Mom, I have to worship <laughs> non-turkey, right? Is that close? <laughs> non-turkey people. That's close enough. Okay. Gonna, so she's not celebrating a holiday that's based on eating a turkey and guess what i said high five i support that but yeah. i'm gonna eat a turkey but they, we're eating baby animals we're gonna eat total <laughs> rabbit i'm gonna i said i said to her before last i was like i'm gonna eat like we're at medieval times and i'm gonna put crowns on we're gonna be chowing down that stuff like everybody's getting a crown for eating their turkey leg but i support sophie in yeah. her convictions i'm not gonna change mine right even though i'm getting healthier and eating but i'm doing it different i yeah. don't i don't mind eating and we animals. did invite her vegetarian boyfriend we to did. come eat delicious and he was mac like, and yes. cheese with us <laughs> he was like yes and she's like i'm not coming though oh oh yeah yeah i can't you know I, but i think he gave us a little wink i think, the so. way I think he's preferring but the point is is that i support sophie if that is important to her right. who am i to make her feel bad for on that fourth thursday, fourth thursday of, of the november month. when we now. see her all the time we just enjoy we are lucky we had but even if we didn't see her all the time an hour ago we right, could sophie, pick up we had thanksgiving soup an hour ago <laughs> i mean nice you can always create something soup. else she's so stressed out what you're what? no i'm hearing you oh i'm <laughs> 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 talking about her so anyway so i want to say that it makes me feel good to not be selfish about the holiday and allow Sophie to do what's going to make her feel good. And but my home is always open. So whenever she's going to come over, she comes over. Yeah. But I'm so grateful I have her all whenever I need. Right. So mm-hmm. I just there's always opportunity to recreate your own reality and traditions. Yeah, yeah I agree. All I right. agree. OK, let's take a break. And when we come back, Ooh. we have a really good advice. email. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to some advice. OK, let's take a break. Hey everybody, just a reminder, if you are on iTunes, please rate us because that's going to count. And if you're not on iTunes, go on iTunes and rate us. It would really help us out. We're also on Facebook, like our Facebook page, The Sisters Are In, and we also have a website, thesistersarein.com. And through that website, you can contact us about private readings, private parties, which Kathy got one recently. It's very exciting. And that's also how you can contact us. So there's no reason for you to not contact us. Um, in the tradition of taking emails from friends and listeners and giving them a, another name from a 70s sitcom. Hmm. Um, I think we're going to call this person D. Oh, know, from what's from, happening. Yeah. Oh, I love D. <laughs> I know exactly who D I was. I like D. D is another, D is another like spirit animal. Oh, of mine. absolutely. Okay. All right, D ready. My next door neighbor is homely and unfriendly <laughs> there. That's I just, <laughs> I just cut right to the chase. I'm 41 and I assume she's around my age, but she acts like a grumpy 80 year old broad. Oh, I feel like she's talking about me. No, probably. Um, probably. I, I think she's also <laughs> afraid. <laughs> it's my neighbor. <laughs> I think she's. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> 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 
more passive aggressive way yeah. to tell you to I think no the, here's here's where you know it's not me I think she's uh, afraid of the dark because I'm up all hours with my infant daughter and the lights are always on we all know I'm not no. afraid of the dark right. I prefer the dark last winter during one of our snowstorms she accused me of taking her shovel off the porch in a very passive aggressive fashion she asked if i had seen her shovel like the guy from office space looking for his stapler and then stormed off when i hadn't hmm. so this is all background for you on her personality but here's my dilemma our garbage gets picked up every tuesday at 9 a.m ish her garbage cans block my driveway and or oh. sidewalk every single week until i move them i've decided that if they're not blocking my car I'm not touching them. If they're blocking the sidewalk, it's not my problem. I'm not in charge of her cans, exclamation point. Am I being nitpicky for even thinking about this? Would it be wrong of me to put them on her very tiny porch next week and hope she catches the hints? What would a sister do? Okay, well, I'll tell oh, you. First <laughs> of gonna all, there's going to be two different <laughs> oh, yeah, answers two here. <laughs> well, because this is, let me do, let me do me. Okay, the sandwich. I'm sure. Okay, God. The sandwich. <laughs> God. I totally would put her cans up on her porch. Mm -hmm. And um, I would give a rat's ass if she was annoyed by it or not. Actually, a sister would actually tell her, like I've told my neighbors, yeah. stuff. Um, I actually would say to her very frankly well, like, yeah. look, she's not your friend right. first of all she's not your friend she's not made it friend. clear she's grumpy she accuses you of stealing her shovel that is such unnecessary drama it is unnecessary and i have no problem being the grumpy old broad next door saying oh yeah Get I, I agree with you i was going to tell you yeah. if it's that's in your driveway you run them over would do if they were in the driveway, you back up and you hit <laughs> or, them. Or I wonder if they're like, are they cans that like, if they're cans they're that metal you cans or like, like, are they the cans that you buy in Home Depot for yourself? Or is it the kind that the trash company gives you? Because if they're not like trash company right. ones, maybe I'd claim them. I'd start putting my I'll garbage put my name in, in it. it. I'll put my name. I'll say mine. <laughs> I'll spray paint. <laughs> I'll spray paint them say mine. <laughs> we had a stencil. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know. Do you, you, you are mean? not being nitpicky. It is your environment. You have to feel comfortable. Listen, there's, I am, I have to say, I'm, I used to be not as much because my driveway is bigger, but where I used to live, I had my own parking space. And when somebody parks in my parking space, now am I being a bitch because I want my parking space? No, mm -hmm. it's about quality of life. Right. I don't want to think about right. the parking space. I want to get home. So to feel like you have garbage in front of you that's not yours is quality of life for you. So you put those garbage cans wherever. You go and you confront her and you say, don't do this anymore. And if they're in your driveway, you back them up. We just back over them. Yeah, the other thing is that I don't know if that's if good not, advice, but I, <laughs> I don't, know if it's I don't good. think this is good Listen, advice. This is for entertainment purposes this, yeah, only. Yeah, thank you. We've never we have Asterisk. never said that we're psychiatrists, no. and we've never said that no. we're psychologists, and we're not saying that we're right. No, you're just asking what a sister would do. A sister would back you up. We'd give you go, 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 run them <laughs> over. That's what a sister would do. I'd steal the cans. I'd start putting I'd my garbage. Paint. I'd start putting my garbage in them. <gasps> Oh my! Oh yeah! If you have a kitty, oh jeez, put that kitty litter right there. Put, the put that kitty right litter right in, in there. If you don't have a cat, oh, borrow I'm sorry, I didn't think you cared about what garbage was going. Oh, in I'm this sorry. Cans I thought it was community. In, yeah, you put it you in the put middle. it out there for everybody. Yo, bitty. <laughs> Yo, turn bat. off your fucking lights. <laughs> By the way, hey, conserve <laughs> electricity, <laughs> bitch.
Maybe not so much. We're, we're in so we're much trouble. I hope email. this one. Yeah. I'm the neighbor. I have I, I, MS. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, right now we don't know that information. So that's what we think. No, you're, you're being great. My sister supports you 110%. You're not obligated to be a nice neighbor. God damn it. Speaking of obligations. Oh my gosh. I have neighbor issues. I don't think any of my neighbors know I have a podcast. I'm talking really low like they can oh, hear me. <laughs> Oh, uh, they might. We have dog issues. We have dog issues. Yeah, loose dog issues. Loose dog issues. And I felt obligated I had to make a call because it was dangerous mm-hmm. and I feel bad. So I totally get it. I don't even want to talk about it because just in case somebody's listening. Because <laughs> people retaliate. That's yeah. why people, that's why, yeah. that's why D wrote this. Because you know what? People are, people are not calm a lot of the time. And people retaliate. And you don't want to do something to have yeah, retaliation. I, yeah, the, and that's the that's the nerve wracking part. Otherwise, my mouth, I'd be all over the place. But I don't know. Retaliation, I don't like. Mm-hmm. But you can't be afraid either. No. And, you know, you have a right, like you say, to, you know, control the aesthetic. Yeah. It's a quality of life. Quality aesthetic. of life. Yeah. You got to be comfortable. Yeah. Confront. Yeah. Or run over. It's all good. All right. What's the next question? Oh, no, that was it. Thank you for writing. First of all, I want to thank everybody who's been emailing us. We really appreciate it. Yes. It does make a fun show. The support has been really great. So make sure you, if you're on iTunes, rate us, please. Rate us. And pretty soon, Sophie and I are working on getting on Stitcher. Five days. Stitchers. That would be nice. Stitchers. One more thing. No, that's Sketchers. That's a shoe. <laughs> are we on Sketchers? They have their own podcast yes. place? Yeah. Sketchers also hosts podcasts. Is it Skitters? What is it? <laughs> What is it called? It's www.skittersyourdummy.com. Shut up. I don't know what it is. What is it? It's called Stitcher. Stitchers. No. (laughs) It's not Grandma. No. Stitcher. Yes. Oh, Stitcher. Yeah. (laughs) I'm close. Have a great week, everybody. Hi, we've been really enjoying our podcast and we love that people are starting to write in. So if you could continue, that would be amazing. Please send your questions or quagmires or anything you want to talk about at thesistersareinn at gmail.com or you can message us on Facebook. Don't forget to like our page. And again, we thank you so much for listening.